0: Stewart gets like a six pack of beer, spills five of them, and they slip. And then he has the sixth one and he like shotguns it, yeah. crushes it in his fist. He's like, yeah, and He crushes heck? it in his
1: fist, throws the can up, <laughs> kicks the can towards one of them and it hits him in the face.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written
1: By. What up? Welcome back right By. <laughs> I'm eating Pringles. I'm so hungry, bro.
0: Dude, I haven't eaten a whole lot eaten. today either. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> eaten.
1: <laughs> we were sitting here... And um, we were like, we're going to record another one? I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Written By, the number one screenwriting podcast in the world. Yeah, except for all the other ones. Yeah, right behind all the other yeah. ones. I'm your host, Chase Bridges. I'm um, Robert
0: Therrell. Got any, got any additional fun anecdotes for us today?
1: Anecdotes. Um. Oh, yeah, because I did the tweet <laughs> last episode. Um... I ain't got nothing. All right.
0: Here we go. We got... <laughs> yes! Yes, we got a good one. I've been waiting for this you one. You seem excited.
1: Yes, we got Chekhov's gun, the movie. Oh, snap! This is a good one. <laughs> We're going to have to really put on our our brains.
0: Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about this one. I have some ideas for it. But, I would,
1: yeah, I would love to hear them.
0: But I mean... The background of this, of course, we talked about it a lot. We put it in the bowl because we were talking a lot about Chekhov's gun on the podcast for a few episodes. But if you don't listen to all our episodes, which you should do, Chekhov's gun is basically a a filmmaking theory or something that Mm -hmm. if you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off in the third act. And that just kind of like at large means that there aren't really a whole lot of coincidences in film if you make a big deal about something in the beginning you want it you want the cause to have I mean, an effect it's all about payoff exactly if set you, off it, set up and pay off
1: if you introduce something early on the audience wants to see it go off yeah. by the end so chekhov's gun the playwright chekhov he kind of created this rule uh in his in his plays and uh it's kind of caught on as like not just guns also like um, say in the movie Knives Out, yeah, the uh, there's several Chekhov's guns in that movie, uh, like that the throne of knives. Yep, it's there the whole movie, and then it pays off at the end with a with a big like major part being a part of the plot. Yeah, so I think I wrote this into the into the bowl because I was sitting, I was somewhere, and I was like Chekhov's gun, the movie. <laughs> And I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And then I was like, then I was hesitant because I was like, can we even come up with something for that? But then I was like, "Ah, we will figure it out. Okay. And here we are. I do. I do have an idea
0: right off the top of my head, because when I saw you put this in the shared note, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so much fun. But what if there's a person that's basically he embodies the rule where this person, if he's in a room with a gun, he has to shoot it. <laughs> And then what what, what we That's do funny. is somehow through the course of this film, he's trying not to be in rooms with guns, but he somehow ends up in a room, he turns the lights on, and there's like a thousand guns or something.
1: And he's just, <laughs> and just he like, I've got of, Oh no, all these guns are about to go off. Okay, I have an idea. Okay. I said we break the fourth wall a little bit. Okay. Because the title of the short film... Is already kind of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. What if we have a character... And we can even name the character Chekhov if we want. Okay. But, like, within the first few... Like, in that opening scene, a gun. There's a gun. Yeah. And he looks at it, and he looks directly in the lens, and he goes, Oh, no.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: he goes what's going to happen and so now he's carrying this gun around and he's so good because he doesn't know what's going to happen because he knows the rule yeah. of this gun's introduced it's got to go off in the third act yeah. and we need to be a thing where it's like oh we're closing in on the end of the second act this is not going to be good for me and then maybe in the third act we do a twist where it's like the the gun doesn't go off in the way that we expected you know what i mean like maybe okay, we could do a yeah, really like yeah. meta fun little short
0: yeah What if he's, like, an escaped convict or something? He's in jail for shooting someone. He's trying to escape. But every time he's around a gun, he has to shoot it at someone. And he can't keep a low profile when he's just shooting things. And so he's got to find out, like, a creative way to,
1: like, I don't know. That makes it sound like he has some sort of disorder, like Chekhov disorder. Or whenever he's near a gun, he has to shoot it. Sounds like a real thing.
0: Or maybe he just like, it's just this quirk about him, you know, where like, if he sees a gun, he has to shoot it. Mm. And like, it bothers him. It's like kind of an OCD thing. It bothers him if he's not shooting it and it causes all these problems for him, but he just, he just has to do it. It's like, there's, there's a character in a season of Fargo where every time before he crosses a door, he has to like knock on the side like five times or something. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I'm eating my Pringles and pondering pondering this is one of those where it's like the idea is so good, I don't yeah. want to waste it on a bad sure, yeah.
0: okay, well, we know I think we want a gunfight in this movie, of course. have you seen free fire mm that's a that's a great gunfight movie who's in it? free Larson Army Hammer, mm. Uh who else a lot of people are in that. I know the movie you're talking about. I haven't seen it. But the whole thing of that movie, pretty much all of it takes place in just one warehouse and it's yeah. just a an arms deal gone wrong and two teams of people are just shooting at each other the whole time and it's a very much just like a fight or flight like everyone's just trying to get out of there alive.
1: What if we what if we don't have the gun go off in the third act? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. it's like it's called Chekhov's gun the movie yeah everyone assumes that the gun's gonna go off in the third act we okay. hype it up like the gun's gonna go off yeah if you introduce a gun in the first act it has to go off in the third and then it just never does
0: is it is it almost gonna be like an Indiana Jones situation where you think the gun's gonna go off but then someone like stabs him with a sword or something the reverse oh. of that scene
1: where the sword fight's we about can, to go down and he and shoots And we can it. keep hyping up like it's about yeah. to go off. But every time he's about to shoot it, something happens. Huh. And he doesn't get to shoot it. But we need a basic plot. Like, we definitely need some sort of, like, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a cop or a soldier or a bad guy. Like, we need someone who would be using a gun. Yeah. And then uh, they need to be going through their story. What if he's, like, a criminal? What yeah. if he's just that'd be fun.
0: He's just doing some petty theft or something. He's just... He's poor and he's trying to get by. Maybe it's like a Sandman thing where, like, Sandman was poor and his daughter
1: was sick. Yes, yeah, so he needed money. Okay, yeah. We do a criminal and we open with a job.
0: Okay. Right? He,
1: yeah. He's robbing a convenience store, but he doesn't have a gun. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he has a partner that he robs mm-hmm. places with, and his partner always has the gun. Mm-hmm. He never uses a gun. They're about to go in and rob this convenience store, and he goes, You got uh-huh. your gun? And our main character he goes, No, I don't use guns. He's like, yes. how are you going to rob a place if you don't have a gun? He's like, listen, man, it's like Chekhov's law. If you introduce a gun in the first act,
0: oh. it's going to go
1: off in the third. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I'm not robbing it's this like, place. Yeah, we're I just don't use in guns. In and
0: out, we're not, there's going to be no violence or nothing.
1: Yeah. That's the first job. Yeah. Our second act is them planning their big job. Yeah. Right? In that first scene, something goes wrong in the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. He ends up having to pick up the gun. We now know the gun has been introduced Mm -hmm. to this character. He knows that this gun's been introduced and he knows that nothing good can come out of it. Yeah. So they're setting. So our second act would be them planning for their big job, their big robbery. And then in the third act, it's the robbery. Uh And during that robbery, that gun that was introduced in the first act Mm -hmm. that he said he didn't want anything to do with yeah goes off in a way that is detrimental to him, yeah, and I think that's the kind of thing it would be really cool to do with a checkoff gun in the movie, yeah you pretty much you pretty much tell the audience exactly what you're doing, uh-huh, and then it plays out exactly like that, and it's still kind of surprising,
0: or what if he told what if he told his partner, maybe his partner is like a younger criminal or something and he told him, Do not bring a gun to this place, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. and then immediately when they're inside. He pulls it out, he's like, Oh no, I told you not to do that. Yeah. And then what if he ends up being shot with his own gun?
1: Yeah. In the end. The partner? Yeah. Yeah, let's get some names so that way we're yeah. not confused. But yeah, I think we've I think we've got something yeah. here.
0: Or it could almost be I don't want to get us too off track. Well right I had, say a, your idea, I had yeah. a completely different idea yeah, where let's it's hear. like it could almost be like a saw type thing where like maybe these two dudes were like trying to rob someone high up or something and they're like put put in a dark room together they're locked in there the two of them he throws a gun down in the middle of the room and he's like okay you aren't leaving until one of you shoots the other
1: i think he's that's like, a little Porn. too saw
0: yeah okay
1: yeah i think i think we got something going with the with the bank the robbers
0: okay so he tells them not to bring a
1: gun to the robbery he's like why not man how are we gonna rob a place without a gun Chekhov's law man if you introduce a gun in the first act it's gonna go off in the third and I'd rather it didn't go off in me
0: yeah like this is gonna be a clean job we're just in and out we're not gonna have any funny business not even gonna have the possibility of it you aren't bringing any weapons and then no one's getting
1: hurt funny business happens and someone gets hurt the so our main character
0: what if what if the dude that works the convenience store like knows how to fight or
1: something Or has a gun of his own. I
0: think I think it's gotta be I think it's gotta be the one gun.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: But I've recently watched the It's Always Sunny episode where a convenience (laughs) store is held up and each of the gang is like imagining what they would do about it and Mac just imagines like fighting the dude. Yeah. Like I almost imagine like the convenience store dude is like, oh man, I'm a karate black belt. I've trained for like ten years since I was a child. He's like, he's that, he's that kind of dude that's been like waiting for someone to test him. So he could just like go off. He's like, what, you pulling a gun on me?
1: Yeah, that's super funny. I also like the idea of maybe like, actually, no, I like that. Let's do that.
0: Yeah, what if, what if he, he locks the doors or something? And so it's these three people trapped inside the convenience store. Maybe the gun is dropped and it's like in the center of it.
1: So we do, we do instead of two separate jobs it all takes place in the same convenience yes, store yes, I like that
0: yes and the whole question is is like immediately he pulls the gun on him he's not having it. does some karate he flings it out of his hand and it like lands in the center of the store and you get the shot of like the three of them are all kind of circled surrounding yeah. the gun and it's like okay we now know one of these people is going to die yeah. one of these people someone's is going to get someone's going
1: to die yeah Who's maybe more than one depending yeah. on who gets the gun Yeah, yeah, and there's a definitely there's a cool line in there where Uh where the partner goes, "What is this?" and our main character goes, "This is the third act." (laughs) 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 We'll have to beep that or mark this with explicit.
0: Okay, okay, so yeah, where do we go? So we have so this is the first act leading up to the robbery where he pulls out the gun convenience store clerk is not having it so
1: why does he pull out the gun something I think, happens I think,
0: I think just the dude isn't cooperating the dude is he wants to fight yeah and that's like, what
1: causes him to want to pull out the gun
0: yeah they're like hey give us all your money it's like no i'm not doing that it's like get, listen to me get open the cash register it's like i'm not opening nothing for you no, Yeah, he's like come on you and then go? he pulls come out on. the gun and it's like hey i told you to open the cash register and our main
1: character is like what are you doing what are you doing He's. It's like, I'm doing the job. And then the cashier knocks the gun out of his hand, yeah. kicks him super hard or yeah. something like that. He's behind the
0: counter. He, like, flips on yeah. top of the counter, and kicks like,
1: Ah, Yeah, super cool. <laughs> it's like, what is this? I have, I'm a black. Yeah, I'm a third degree black belt on Taekwondo. Yeah. And then. And I've uh,
0: watched a lot of Jackie Chan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, you think we can get Jackie Chan to play the convenience store guy?
0: <laughs> yes,
1: that would be hilarious. Yes. Um Can you imagine if he did that though? Like for real? Like he just does this weird short film.
0: Uh-huh. He was like, "Oh, I listened I listened to this podcast. It's my favorite podcast. <laughs> it's the number okay. one podcast, screenwriting podcast in the
1: world behind all the other ones."
0: <laughs> I can find a Jackie Chan bot to do our next outro. <laughs>
1: oh, that'd be funny. But yeah, yeah, so
0: um Okay, so there's a gun in the center of the convenience
1: store. Three people so but, what happens now? Like, what do they do? Is it a a fight scene to get it? Or
0: I think it's a fight scene where
1: everyone's
0: going after the gun. And like, as soon as one person gets it, the other person oh, is like trying to get it out so of So it's kind of thing
1: where something. it's like, so we're doing the thing where we're kind of hyping up the use of the gun, but every time it's about to be used, yeah. it gets knocked away. It goes underneath a counter or like yeah. a, a shelf. Uh, you know, all kinds of things keep happening until finally, in the yeah. third act, and towards the end, it goes off. And I'd like yeah. to think that it kills the one who introduced it, which exactly. is the, yeah. the teammate, the partner. Yeah. Let's get some names real quick, so that way we're not confused. Sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. Main character, do we call him Check? Chet? Chet calls a gun. <laughs> uh,
0: Chetkov. Um, I like Chet. I like Chet? something that like you know it's sounds like it. it yeah so yeah
1: Chet. Chet is our main character mm-hmm. his partner in crime is is I'm trying to think of a name of like someone who would do this yeah um
0: that's like a hothead type
1: just dumb name mm. Kyle, <laughs>
0: Kyle. No. oh man that's um, a little obvious it's like yeah man. um
1: what's the uh, uh Jesse
0: okay Jesse Jesse yeah yeah Chet and Jesse. And then convenience store owner or the clerk.
1: Um, That guy can just be called the clerk or the clerk the yeah. cashier.
0: Yeah. Actually, I like the idea that maybe it is his place that gives him like yeah, a reason to be offended. It's his and, like, like,
1: convenience yeah. store. Okay. Yeah. Here's what we do to show that. The outside of the store, the store is called um, Stewart's.
0: Stewart's. And then you see the Stewart name tag. Yeah. his name. Yeah. is says Stewart. Yeah. I like the idea that he like kinda looks like a like Stuart from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. He looks a little unassuming and then he's just doing tricondo <laughs> Also, if you haven't listened to my last appearance on church stories, I quit a job because people called me <laughs> Stuart from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> that
1: was a while ago. Yeah. That was when it's we really uh ago, dropped yeah. So Crispy, which was a year ago today. Wait, no, no, no. It was
0: when I came to plug written by. It's when oh. Written by just started.
1: That's right. Yeah. Which was like six months i go. Yeah, yeah. Still a long time. Happy six month anniversary, written by fans. All two of you. Thirty eight. Yeah, nah. We we got a we got a we got a bunch of fans. Yeah. We love you guys. Are the written by arm? What are we gonna call our fans? The the uh the the written buyers. <laughs> the. Yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, later. we'll workshop it later. Yeah, All we'll, right, keep going. Okay.
0: Okay. How how do we want this to end? Because we know we want the gun to go off and we want Jesse to get shot. Mm-hmm. What if? What if it was like almost like a twist ending where like they manage to they knock Stewart out, Jesse gets the gun, and then Chet is like getting the money, and then Jesse points the gun at Chet, and it's like a double cross moment where it's like, all right, give me that. I, I wasted my time with you. You said not to bring gun or whatever. This would have never happened if it wasn't for me. Maybe he tries to shoot Jesse. But he narrowly misses and the bullet ricochets off something and he shoots himself.
1: What if we did... I like the idea of him turning on Chet. Mm -hmm. And it could be a thing of like, I don't need you. You got us into this. This is your fault. Even though it was Jesse's fault. Yeah. And then maybe by that time the cops have arrived. And right as Jesse is about to pull the trigger on Chet, we hear the gun go off. Mm -hmm. It's not Jesse's gun. It's a police officer. Yeah. And a police officer shoots and kills Jesse. Yeah.
0: I like the idea that, like, maybe Chet's looking at the gun, like, at the very end after all this goes down. Chet's looking at the gun, like, wow, I guess I was wrong. That gun never went off. And, like, a cop, like, drops it and And it goes and it kills him and it kills Chet. I'm not even sure if it has to kill him. Oh, it just goes off. Yeah. He's like, oh, never mind. I still.
1: Still no guns. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. One O me.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I like that. I like the idea. That's a fun ending. Yeah, yeah. where the gun just goes off. He's like, whoa We don't but, even have to say yeah, the dialogue. I like, yeah,
0: I like your fake out though. That like we think that gun went off and it didn't. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So now we just have a bunch of fight in the middle, and I think what we need to do during that is Chet and Jesse have to kind of get on each other's nerves a little bit throughout that fight, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it goes from being a two-on-one situation, it transitions to a one v one v one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. every man for himself. Triple threat. Um, and I think that can be done pretty simply. Yeah, where it can be like the gun. Maybe, maybe there's more than more than just the gun on the ground. Maybe there's some money. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So Uh, they're fighting over not only the gun; they're trying to get the money too.
0: What if? I mentioned something about maybe Stewart. Stewart has been training in taekwondo for so long; he's just been waiting for someone to try him so he could bust all these moves out. I mentioned something about maybe he locks them in the convenience store. Maybe they're also they're going after his keys. Maybe because they can't
1: get out. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what would the two, Jet, J- Chat, and Jesse be fighting over? Right. Okay. They the, they have a common goal. They both want as long as one of them has the gun. They're both safe. Yeah. Keys, as long as one of them has the keys, they're both safe. Mm-hmm. They really want to be fighting each other for those. But money, Jesse wants yeah. all the money and wants to leave Chet behind.
0: Maybe there's a moment, we don't have the double cross moment, like, or actually we do, but there could be a moment where Chet and Stuart are fighting each other. Jesse has the money and he could go help Stuart or he could bolt with the money. And he chooses the bolt with the money and Jesse's able to do like some sort of move to get away from Stuart and grab him so he doesn't run away. But that's oh. where it was like he was about to ditch his partner, run away with the money. So okay. now they have a reason. Here's, to be here's where it is.
1: Stuart gets the gun. Mm-hmm. He's got Jesse in the corner. Yeah. He's got him at gunpoint. Chet, instead of trying to save Jesse, hauls for the door gets to the door to leave the door is locked so now jesse just saw that chet tried to leave him there Uh so he's mad chet has no way out so he's got to get back into the fight do
0: we want chet to come across as a bad dude he's
1: robbing a convenience store
0: i mean yeah but like we could we could establish that like he you know he's doing it to provide or something whereas jesse is the hothead that i think
1: i don't think we need a protagonist necessarily like our main character can just be a bad person. Okay. You know, they're just okay. bad guys. They're criminals trying to survive, you know?
0: I don't know. I like... We need something to where we're rooting for Chat. Like, it could even be, like, he needs that money for something, and if he doesn't make make it out of this alive...
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. We can just do a thing where, you know, as they're getting ready to go into the job, he does the thing, like, no guns. We don't want anyone yeah. to get hurt. We just need this money so that we can make... I can or, do this.
0: Yeah, he's like, at the beginning, If if you don't play by my rules, then... It's every man for himself or something. Like, not as spelled, spelled out if like If you that,
1: don't play but. by my rules, you don't get any money. You don't get your cut.
0: Yeah. We do this my way, or we do this no way. Don't cross me or whatever.
1: Okay, so let's tweak the ending a little bit to fit the, the cross. Jesse gets the gun. He gets Stuart down. Chet hops the counter, opens the register, puts all the money in a bag, hops back over. They go to leave. Jesse goes, here, toss me my cut in case we get separated. Chet goes, you don't get a cut. You brought a gun. That's when Jesse puts the gun on Chet. Yeah. So there you go. We fixed it.
0: All right. So let's just kind of reverse engineer this fight scene. So I guess like the midpoint of that fight would be Chet about to leave without Jesse.
1: Yeah. That's the the big.
0: Jesse gets mad and they start fighting. And so we have fight leading up to that moment. And then we have more fight that leads to Stuart being knocked out yep okay
1: yep pretty simple and yeah. then you know this is the kind of thing that we don't necessarily have to write because it's choreography
0: yeah but there, there needs but to be we'll like hit moments some in yeah we'll yeah. hit some
1: moments kind of like we did with our pirate
0: exactly except yeah.
1: maybe not as in detail as the pirate because we really went <laughs> beat for beat
0: yeah although that's that's typically how i like to write action like when we wrote that that feature we did together yeah
1: that was I had really a lot cool. of fun
0: with that and like i i read like a bunch of other like action scripts to like yeah. figure out how to do that and some of them were like had a lot of like the individual beats and stuff like that and then some things i read were just like blah 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 and they fight and then immediately next scene yeah
1: i mean i i definitely think that in when you are like writing when you're mm-hmm. typing it out you should put more information
0: i heard i heard a stunt choreographer talk once about this and he was like I always like writers to like write down everything that they want because the writer's always going to like have a story or character idea that's going to work and be super well. But uh, I typically won't use a lot of what the writers put down because I know how stunts work and everything. Right. But I'd rather have a writer put something down than to just put nothing.
1: Yeah. Because then you have something to work with. Yeah. You're not starting with nothing.
0: Yeah. And you know, like the stakes of the fight yeah. and
1: everything and all that. Yeah, I agree i agree with stunt coordinator man
0: yeah i forget who it was but
1: (laughs) it was some actually i think i
0: think it might have been the dude that directed john wick i think that might have been
1: him. oh that guy he's cool yeah he's He's real cool cool dude
0: okay okay so we got a bridge from gun in the center of the store three people facing off we got to get from there to stewart has the gun pointing it at jesse
1: Okay, well, I'll just uh, I'll just freestyle some stuff here.
0: I like I like the idea of like people keep on grabbing the gun and they get it knocked out of their hand. Yeah, I like building the, up the anticipation of is it going to get shot now? And then you
1: every know. time one of them really gets it in their hand, it gets knocked out. Yeah. So you know, it starts off as in the center of the room. Chet goes diving for it. As he dives for it, it gets uh, he get, it gets knocked under like a the chip. What are those called? Chip stands, stands yeah. gets knocked under there. Shells, Stewart man. jumps over the chip stand, reaches down for it. Jesse kicks him, reaches down for the gun, but Stewart, you know, gives him a kick. You know, it, we need to we need to use our environment.
0: That's what that what yeah that's what makes a fight fun. That's what Jackie Chan does. Is a using lot of, the environment. They gotta be yeah. like picking up soda bottles and chucking them, or like someone gets yeah gets the magazines from the back and just like throwing them in their face for
1: sure. Yeah, so. That first little section, he dies for the gun and gets knocked under one of the shelves or whatever.
0: I like the idea that, like, baby Stewart gets a gun and is about to point out Chet. Chet has a two liter of Diet Coke and some Mentos and
1: just <laughs> yeah. sprays it in yeah, his face. Oh, no, he uses that to, to make someone slip. You see what I'm saying? Well,
0: at that point, you just pour it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's another gag actually So that's another gag is like at one point Someone takes off running for the gun that's on the other side Of the store and then next thing you know You're running and then just drinks are getting Spilled everywhere and it's like you slip I think I think Stewart does that. Stuart like Stuart knows the environment yeah, better. Stewart
0: gets like a six-pack of beer and like spills five of them and they slip. And then he has the sixth one and he like shotguns it, yeah. crushes <laughs> it in his fist. He's
1: like, yeah. It, who's he crushes it back? in his fist, throws the can up, <laughs> kicks the can towards one of them and it hits him in the face. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's fun. Uh we'll do a gag where uh the gun ends up getting put in one of the like where the cokes and sprites and stuff are in the drinks. Mm-hmm. They they end up sitting it in there and closing the door real quick to fight. And then they, they keep taking turns trying to open it up yeah. and grabbing a like grabbing yeah. it from the drink part. But every time they do it, something happens and so they end up with like a Coke and they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, you know it would be brutal. Uh there's gotta be a moment this would really set Stuart off. There could be a moment where like Jesse Like takes Stewart's face and smashes it in that like really hot, like that hot dog thing where the hot dogs are spinning Oh yeah. It's got like char marks on his face. Oh wow. Yeah. That
1: would be miserable.
0: And then that's when he's like, okay, I'm getting this dude. And that leads to our midpoint. And and that's where he
1: loses his mind. Gets the gun, points it right at Jesse, who's fallen down in the corner. He's trapped. He looks up at Chet. Help! Chet looks at the situation. Runs for the door. Yeah. Door is locked. We need to show Stuart locking the door at some point in the fight.
0: Yeah. Or maybe we don't. Maybe it comes as a surprise to us. And then when he tries to open it and doesn't open, he looks back and Stuart
1: is like holding the keys. the keys. Yeah, that'd be cool. We just need to make sure that they were fighting near the door at some point. So yeah. that way it's possible that he could have totally. locked the door.
0: Totally. Okay. Okay. So people are going for it. People keep on grabbing the gun, it's slipping out of their hands. Mm. they're pushing people in the shelves at one point stewart has the gun daggagamentos the face at one point maybe jesse has the gun and then that's when stewart pours the beer and he slips on it and then jesse is going for the dropped gun and he kicks that beer he shotgunned in his face yeah he can walk up to it so stewart has the gun then jesse slams his face in the hot dog thing that's when he's really mad and he just completely lets loose and he's like throwing, throwing just like everything that's around at him.
1: Yeah, and really going full like Taekwondo.
0: Yeah, and then he gets Jesse. He gets the gun. He's holding Jesse. Chet tries to leave. Door is
1: locked. Door is locked. He turns around.
0: Yeah, And then also that gag you were talking about, about the, the soda stuff or whatever. That, yeah, that's a good thing to put towards the
1: beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all in there. Yeah. Um, The part where... So Chet runs for the door. The door is locked. He turns and he sees Stuart. Stuart's got his the gun pointed at Jesse, but he's mm-hmm. dangling the keys and looking at Chet. Yeah. And in that moment, Jesse kicks the gun out of Stuart's hand, yeah. setting the fight back on. Yeah.
0: And Jesse can just be like, I took Taekwondo too. <laughs> Only one class in middle school. but
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's fight pretty good for a yellow belt right or whatever it is oh yeah not bad for a yellow belt or a white belt not bad for a white belt what
0: if what if what if stewart this might be a little too much what if during the course of the fight or like right after he pulls the gun jesse recognizes Stuart. he's like wait sensei, i took a taekwondo class with you in middle school sensei
1: <laughs> No, nah, that's probably a little too much. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's fun backstory though. Like we can we can know that. Yeah, we could. They that. took the same taekwondo middle. Oh, and that's why
0: he's so bitter because like he he lost his taekwondo studio because he was making the students go too hard and he was kicked out of the league or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Being too brutal with the children. Yeah. Okay. 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 So. So uh, oh yeah, we get to the door. Uh yeah. He you know, door's locked. Jesse kicks the gun out of Stuart's hand. Fight. It goes back on. Yeah. We got more gags. You know, the soda can gag can go towards in this section if we want. There's a there's a million things we could do.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the important thing is like the second half. Of the fight after the midpoint, it's got to get more brutal. Yeah,
1: it's no longer two v one. It is now and also a triple like threat. The
0: fun things of like Diet Coke and Mentos, or I'm shotgunning
1: yeah. a beer. That's not happening in this segment. No, now it's serious, and it's the it's, they're yeah. all fighting each other. It's got to be like like people get like someone got pistol whipped. Yeah, and it's like oh, this isn't funny anymore. This is no longer a comedy fight.
0: Yeah, or like I'm trying to think of what other what other items would be in a convenience store, like
1: there's lighters there's knives
0: they set they set something on fire yeah uh, Stewart starts throwing pocket knives or
1: yeah that would be fun what is it? batteries they're throwing batteries at like giant nine volt batteries at each other you know like just gru- brutal stuff yeah yeah and then it, it basically culminates with
0: did you ever see that it's the rock and kevin hart movie
1: get smart jumanji
0: it's not get smart but it's like a it's like a secret agent thing maybe it wasn't i don't know but the rock had something where it's like if you have anything in your hand it makes a punch like harder and he would like during one fight scene he grabbed a banana it was punching people with the banana it's like it makes the punch more intense they're doing that but they, like they got like the nine volt batteries or something yeah it's like
1: yes yeah. Like, yeah for sure and in this part it all culminates.
0: I'm setting this episode up for like a lot of sound design <laughs> that I'm gonna have yeah. to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um okay. and it culminates with yeah, they, Jesse having the gun, has Stewart on the ground. The gun's pointed at Stuart. I think I think I think Stuart
0: has to get knocked out for them not to shoot him. Because we want the
1: gun not to go off. Okay. Stuart picks up the gun. Stewart's yeah. got the gun. Yeah. Slips. Oh. Oh, man. This is a fun one. Okay. stuart has got the gun. He picks it up. He aims it at Jesse. He takes a step back, steps on a chip bag, and the chip bag makes that pop noise. Mm-hmm. Stewart gets scared because he thought he just pulled the trigger, and he falls backwards and hits his head and knocks himself out. And that's another tease of like, oh, the gun went off. No, it was just a chip bag.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah, I like... I don't know. I want to... I want our main character to like be the reason he's knocked out, but I, I like I like the idea of a fake out, like Chet's pointing the gun at him. Steps we hear on the Chit pop, bag. we think it went off, but then we see it's the chip bag.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll just add that somewhere in there then, because there's tons of. Well,
0: I like that being like he's pointed at Chet, steps on the chip bag, and maybe Chet is like slightly distracted by the noise of that, or no, 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 Stewart's distracted by right. the noise of that. That's when. Jet, the jet
1: yeah chet charges and you can just do like a full like tackle into all of the racks of food knocks if, him out what if
0: he tackles him and you almost you do like the million dollar baby thing and there's like a soup can on the ground and it, it's <laughs> yeah <dad>. and,
1: it's <sighs> and he's just knocked out and then chet gets up did we decide we still want to do the you don't get your cut
0: yeah or what's more devastating i mean we could still do a. Uh, maybe maybe there's like a quiet moment where they're looking at Stuart. he's knocked out it's like oh glad we made it out of that and they both turn to run and then jesse has the gun it's like whoa whoa, whoa, not so fast you turn my back on me back there
1: and then chet's like you didn't play by my rules now look what happened you're gonna be kind of things like you were gonna leave me you were gonna leave me here and he's like "Whoa, whoa, whoa calm down man it's every man for himself. And he's like, it is every man for himself. And you know what? I don't need you. And I never needed you. And he's getting more and more emotional. And he's got the gun pointed at him. And it's getting yeah. higher stakes. And his voice is getting louder to the point where he's practically yelling. And then pop! The cop shoots him. Yeah. And we thought that Chet just got shot. But really, Jesse did. Yeah. Chet would still go to jail. That's true. That's true. Do we need... Which I think is okay. Because we've made it very clear... I mean, he's assaulted a convenience store, man. He tried yeah. robbing him. He's a bad guy. He needs to go to jail. Yeah. He'll probably get out. You know what I mean? Probation or whatever. But I think we should definitely end it with maybe he's sitting there. He's in handcuffs.
0: No, oh, he's in handcuffs. And that's when a cop like drops a cop blood or something.
1: That's when a cop, he goes, he goes maybe a cop is looking at him and talking to him. He's like, you look nervous, kid. And he goes, yeah, that gun never went off. And then, right when he says that, yeah. the cop carrying the gun and the evidence drops it, the gun goes off. And then our main character, Chet, he goes,
0: oh. Yeah. I still think he's got to be like confused, like, wow, maybe I was wrong. Like, that gun never went off. Like, I think he needs to say that out loud so the audience, like, remembers a way to do it. Didn't.
1: Okay. Well, the cop goes, well, What's the matter, kid? And he goes, The gun never went off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then that's when the gun goes off.
0: Yeah. I think. Part of me still thinks that, like, we need Chet to be not as bad of a person if an audience is going to be on his side.
1: Well, I mean, I like what you said. We're at the beginning there when he's like, no guns. We don't want to hurt anybody. I just need this money for my daughter's insulin or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah. And we just like, yeah, if he comes. okay, In the beginning, if he comes across as I'm not trying to be violent or anything yeah. i'm just trying to get by we don't it doesn't even have to be as contrived as like my daughter has insulin yeah i have this backstory it's quick. literally it's just, just look we just need this money rich people steal too i won't get into all that but uh
1: <laughs> it's like yeah no we don't want to hurt anybody we just i need this money okay yeah, yeah it's we're just gonna yeah
0: yeah and so that midpoint part just so it doesn't seem as much of a double cross it's like he never wanted this to go south and be violent he's not right. for the violence so he's trying to get away from it
1: right okay. he's not trying to double cross he just he did not want this to happen
0: okay yeah yeah and so we have we have all the fun convenience store fight gags mm-hmm. in the first half and more brutal ones in the second half is there any is there anything else i'm trying to think
1: i think we got it bro that's that's it yeah i think okay here well you all write right. i'll check the time Nice. And we already have the title for this one, so.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Let's go over this outline.
0: All right. So we open. Two two criminals, Chet and Jesse, are standing on the opposite side of a street from a convenience store. They're both looking at it. They're both putting masks on. Jesse's like, "All right, I'm ready." Chet's like, "All right, we're gonna do this job. We're gonna get in and out real quick." No guns. He's like, wait, why? Why can't we bring a gun? He's like, it's a, it's Chekhov's, it's the law of Chekhov's gun or whatever. If a gun's introduced in the first act, it's gonna go off in the third. I don't want any funny business. I just want to be real quick, get in and out. No one's gonna get hurt. We aren't here to ruin anyone's day or anything. We're just two people trying to get by. It's honest work, so that's what we're gonna do. He's like, you didn't bring a gun, did you, just, just he's like, no, no, I did bring a gun like okay don't play by my rules it's every man for himself let's go and so they go into the convenience store they walk up to the dude and they got their hands in their pockets chat's like give, give, give us all your money and then the the clerk stewart just looks at them stone-faced like no i'm not gonna do that jesse's like hey open the cash register give us everything in there stewart's like no i'm not giving you nothing and then Jesse and Stuart are going back and forth. Give me the money. It's like, no, you get out of my convenience store. And as they're arguing and going back and forth, Jesse pulls out a gun. It's like, give us the money. Chet's looking like, whoa, where? where do you, you said you didn't bring a gun. What's that doing here? Jesse's at Stuart, give me the gun. Stewart's eyes narrow. He's been waiting for this moment for a long time. He flips up onto the shelf of the convenience store and kicks Jesse and the gun goes flying out of his hand. And then he flips and lands down in a cool taekwondo pose. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're messing with the wrong person. I got a I got a black belt, a third degree black belt in taekwondo. I got a third degree black back belt in taekwondo. You just robbed the wrong convenience store. <laughs> and now these three people are all equidistant from each other. And there's a gun in the center of the convenience store. They're all looking at it. And then they all run towards it. And then there's a huge scuffle in the middle. Everyone's crashing into each other. People keep on trying to grab the gun and someone else slaps it out of their hand. And we keep on thinking that someone's going to shoot it. And then they don't. They get close to the door and then Chet clocks the uh, the cash register. He runs behind, opens it, and like grabs all of the money. And then Stuart shoves him away. And they're fighting and they're shoving each other into shelves in the convenience store. Stuart manages to get the gun. But then chet gets a a can of diet coke and some Mentos, sprays him in the face and jesse sneaks up behind him and grabs the gun so jesse has the gun and is running towards stewart about to shoot it but then stewart has gotten a six pack of beer and he smashes five of them on the ground and it makes a puddle (laughs) jesse slips on it and then the sixth beer he shotguns crumbles it up and then chet goes for the gun (laughs) that jesse dropped and right when he's about to aim it at him Stewart crushes the beer. He just shotgun and kicks it right in his face, and he drops it. Then Stewart grabs a gun. Jesse is up now. He points it at Jesse, but then Jesse grabs his face and smashes it into the little spitty, the hot spitty metal rods that the hot dogs sit on. And he's got like char grill marks all over his face, and it's burning him. And then he's getting really mad at this point, and he goes full Taekwondo on him, doing all these kicks and stuff. He kicks the gun out, he grabs it, and then he points it at Jesse, and he's about to shoot. Meanwhile, Chet notices that all, all of Stewart's attention is on Jesse and runs to the opposite side of the convenience store. He's about to go off out of the door, but then it's locked. He looks back. Stewart is dangling the keys, and he's <laughs> smiling at him. But this, uh, this moment of gloating it proves to be his downfall because Jesse takes the opportunity to grab the gun out of his hand. He pistol whips him with it, and then they start to fight again, all three of them, and it's getting way more serious. Stuart is really pissed off now, doing all these Taekwondo kung fu kicks or whatever. And then they're grabbing stuff, and they're surrounding Stuart grabs a bunch of pocket knives and is throwing them at them like ninja stars. <laughs> Jesse has the gun, but then Stuart goes after him and knocks it out of his hand. They're fighting. Chet sneaks in and grabs the gun, and then Stuart looks at him. He picks up some 9-volt batteries, and he's just smashing them all over his head, and is getting real brutal. And then Stuart grabs the gun. He aims it at Jesse, and he's walking towards him. He's about to shoot, but then, pop, he steps on a, a chip bag. The gun actually didn't go off, but Stuart is a little taken aback by this. And then Jesse kicks him right in the face. He falls down and he falls down on a soup cane. 1000000 Billion Dollar Baby style, snaps his neck. He's knocked out. They're looking down at the motionless Stewart. Chet and Jesse look up. They turn around about to leave, but then Jesse hangs back. He still has the gun. He points it at Chet. He's like, hey, where do you think you're going? You, you left me back there. He's like, you, you tried to leave me. You weren't getting away that easy. And then Chet retorts, you, you didn't follow the rules. It didn't go as planned because you brought that gun. And it was every man for himself. And he's like, hey, give me the money. Chet's like, nah, you, you don't get a cut of this. I need this. And they're going back and forth and it's getting more and more intense. Meanwhile, Jesse is pointing the gun at him. His trigger finger is starting to, to tense up. It looks like he's about to pull the trigger and bam. But then Jesse falls down. He's been shot. We see police lights, policemen are flooded into the scene, and now Jesse is shot, and the gun remains there, still not having been shot. We cut to the police, have Chet in handcuffs, sitting down on the sidewalk, and Chet's looking a little bothered by something. Police officer's like, hey, what well, what's up with you? And he's just kind of saying to himself, huh. I guess that gun never went off after all. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> and then a police officer in the background has grabbed the gun. And he accidentally drops it. And it goes off. He's like, nope, nope. 100%, 100% record still. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's kind of hauled off to jail or whatever.
1: Yeah. black, to black. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I do too. Yeah. We already have the title. Yep. Chekhov's gun. The movie. The movie. This is fun. I liked it.
0: Was fun, i yeah. think
1: it's another one of these action scenes uh-huh. that uh that would do really well on youtube
0: yeah i still think there needs to be a sequel where it's like the same dude he's gotten <laughs> no. out of jail but then he somehow gets in a room with a thousand guns i still <laughs> want that moment somewhere
1: and he's like oh no <laughs>
0: Maybe that's the post credit scene. He's like, I'm finally out. He walks into an armory of a thousand <laughs> that guns. That would be a fun post credit
1: scene because then we don't have to actually live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. All right. All right. Yeah. And this has been Chekhov's Gun, the movie written by Robert Therrell and Chase Bridges. We don't have a song to pop, sing pow, pow. for this. So yeah. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. pop. <laughs> do you man there's a
0: dude do you know the the i'm the best i'm the best that song yeah because that dude has another song where the whole beat is just a bunch of gunshots and at one point he's like man gunshots are the beat (laughs) beat." (laughs) (laughs) gunshots are the beat bro it's the hardest beat this is the hardest beat anybody's ever
1: heard it's made out of gunshots gunshots are the Beat. beat
0: over here harder than that. Hey this is that song I was talking about. This is Rifles Burst" by GMC Fo show <laughs> Yeah so this this one is, is what plays at the credits. Alright enough of that. Alright Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to submit a story topic that goes into our bowl that we draw from at the beginning of each episode, you can email that to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Guys, send in your suggestions. We got so many great ones already, but we could we could use a few more. So if you haven't sent a suggestion, even if you have sent one, go ahead and send one over. Writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. I'm Robert. Chase is the co-host. You can follow me at Robert2 underscores Isaac and Chase at Chase Bridges 2 underscores our cover art was made by Taylor Laugrie. You can find her at Taylor Loughrey Design. This song right here was produced by myself and Andrew Simmons. You can find him at Music by Drew or his own podcast, Home Studio Hangout, where he discusses all things music production. Make sure to subscribe, share, leave a review, we're a new show, trying to grow, everything really helps out. Also, just a quick single with Fangs update, it's been a while, but we are, we are picture locked, at least like for the most part, I mean, I've been editing some audio and I already see some changes I want to make, but yeah, so we're picture locked, so what that means is... We're officially moving on to the next stage of post-production which is doing the audio editing doing the sound effects the audio mix color grading color correcting doing the graphics doing some visual effects and getting the score done so we still got a lot more to do but it's a, it's a huge step towards completing this project and i'm really liking how it's looking so far it's gonna be great can't wait to share it with y'all but until then we're putting out more podcasts. We got, we got a great one coming next week, so be sure not to miss that. Also, I just hit up Kanye West. Uh, he still claims the album's coming out on the 5th, so just a little insider information to you that's uh, available everywhere else. And as always, thank you so much for listening. See you next week.